Dayspring, friends and family, Matt Smith here again, going through the book of Colossians. Um, we went through one, two, three, last chapter four. Um, really love this short little book. Really love these very concise chapters. And and chapter four, I'm actually only going to do the first six verses, the, the, the last seven verses, um, eight verses there. There are they're uh, just greetings and instructions about the people of God serving. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of leave that off. Some of that's just because I struggled to pronounce some of those names, and it's awkward to fumble through them. Yes, chapter four, very exciting though. Uh, one quick topic here. Chapter four, masters. Oh, we end at chapter three with being a great servant for God with being a great servant to your boss, your company, your your family, your household, whatever it may be, we do all things unto God. We I, I briefly mentioned how it's super important to always to just when you walk in to any situation, recognize that somebody is in charge, somebody is the authority, and the easiest, most blessed path of life you will find is if you just succumb to that and ask who's in charge, how may I help? How may I serve? What can I do? And sometimes the person in charge might not know the answer to how you can help serve and what can you do. So just start looking for things you can help and do. And then, is this what you want me to do? Yes, okay, I'll do that. I want to be a good servant unto the glory of the Lord. Amen. So we conclude the this being a good servant. We go into chapter 4 with masters. Give your servants what is just and fair, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Meaning, if you sign up for the burden of being the master, you sign up for being the burden of the boss, the head of the operation, whatever terminology you want to use, that is a burden. And you are expected to be a living, earthly um, reflection example of the master that you have in heaven. When you have a good um, master in heaven who gives clear counsel, clear instructions, clear direction, you give all the tools necessary to complete a task, that is the master you're meant to be on this earth to represent the Father. Yes? Verse 2, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving, meanwhile praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in chains. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving, meanwhile praying also for us that God would open a door for us, uh, open a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ. I encourage you, friends, part of being um, that good servant that at the end of chapter 3 there is being the spiritual servant and praying that the word of God um, be loosened in the hearts of people, that the door for people who are out there living their lives as witnesses, as evangelists, um, that the door be open for them to do what God made them to do. Um, strongholds and chains and bonds and all the things that are keeping people in the darkness. The gates of hell shall not prevail it is, the, is the, the proclamation we want to live in continually. But don't overlook the fact that some people are behind those gates. They can't prevail against our prayers, against our, our, um, our worship, our, our, our 
empowered lifestyle with Jesus in us. They cannot prevail against that, but they are there for those who don't know him yet. Pray earnestly for all those around us. Verse 4, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Verse 5, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Verse 5, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside. The people around us who don't know Jesus, who don't have the liberation of love in their heart, walk in wisdom toward them. You cannot always, uh, you can, the reason I love to be with the brethren, uh, our spiritual family, is because you can, you can essentially, to some degree, let your guard down. You can just be yourself. Because if they're doing what they're supposed to do, they're supposed to have some forbearance and some, um, forgiveness in their hearts for it hopefully you're not doing things for them to really have to forgive you constantly but you don't have to worry about their perception as much because hopefully if they misperceive something you do or say that you can work through that lovingly and move past it easily but the world around you who doesn't succumb to the love of Jesus in their hearts that the world around you doesn't succumb to his commandments walk in wisdom around those people let your yes be yes let your no be no um, be careful what you sign up for. Be careful how how uh, um, deep you get in the boat with them, if you will, um, on different engagements and and things, especially in business. I've I've just time and time again, you know, a very modern Western thinking is that we get in business with the lost and we can lead them through example. That's really not a great plan. Many have tried it. Many have failed. It is a great way for you as a godly person to get sucked into some ungodly practices. Um, doesn't go the other way quite as easy. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside and redeem the time. Yes, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. Jesus said, you are the salt of the world. Yes, you are the salt of the world meant to bring the flavor of love to it. Um, let your speech be with grace. Grace as we so um, depend on it from God. Grace is the supernatural empowerment to live out the word of God that he has promised is in us. It's the, it's the, it's the empowerment to be the person he said we could be. Let your speech be with grace. Amen. Meaning, if you're constantly telling someone about themselves, if you're, as we say, if you're constantly tearing down, pointing out the, the weakness, the deficiency, the, the, the lacking, the error that someone's in constantly, if all that comes out of your mouth is a form of negativity, your speech is not full of grace. Grace is an empowerment to be what God made you to be. To be what the people made you to be. I'm not saying we can't help someone with things that are obviously wrong in life. But just know that the time to point out what's wrong in somebody's life is right after they have asked you to help them find what's wrong in their life. And it's also after you have prayed about, is this even the timing? Just because they're asking doesn't mean they necessarily are ready to hear it. So let that be. Let the pointing out what's wrong in someone's life be the minority of your interactions. Let, I just, do you, if you have someone in your life who everything that comes out of their mouth is negative, everything is, is tearing down, everything is pointing out the shortfall, 
if you have someone in your life like that, it, it is hard to enjoy their company. It is hard to feel encouraged by them. But if you have someone who believes in you and sees the good in you and, and encourages you and, and, and let their speech is always encouraging and pushing you, admonishing you with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, as we read in chapter 3, that is a speech full of grace. That is what we're all made to be because that is how we liberate the world around us, therefore creating a much happier little bubble to live in. Amen. I'm going to stop there because the rest of the chapter is names and greetings. And, you know, like I said, I just have a hard time with those. And you can read those yourself. I don't have anything to say about those. So I'm going to cut this. This chapter ends a little short for us. But I have thoroughly enjoyed Colossians. I hope it ministers to your heart. I hope that you, man, I really hope that in chapter 3, I, I, I began and end the chapter 3 session with um, the life. Once you die with Jesus, the only life you're ever going to really live in is the one with him. I just want to encourage you guys. Let's let's go be what God made us to be. Let's go, let's go dare to believe that being the kind, tender, mercy, loving, forbearing self that he said is inside of us, that we could not only be that, but we could have a speech that was full of grace to release that in the hearts of those around us. Amen. Love you guys. Looking forward to the next Bible studies. Talk to you later. Again, this is Matt Smith with Dayspring Ministry.